0: The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com.
1: You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie, live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago, the new home of the Chicago Bears. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Uh Uh-oh, guess
2: what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Guess what today is?
3: It's Wilbon Day! Woo-hoo! <laughs> Chicago native, Michael Wilbon. Host of Pardon the Interruption. <laughs> with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago.
4: We're going to call your phone calls. we got uh, a lot of callers who want to weigh in on this topic. We'll ask Wilbon about it. He's brought to you by those guys over at Hawk. Hawkauto.com, Ford Chevy,
0: Chrysler, Dodge G, Bram, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, and VW, all in one place. Hawkauto.com where Chicagoland saves big.
4: All right, I'm gonna ask you this question about the Bears first, then we'll get into the Bulls news of the day and it's been Are very- news? Yeah, oh yeah, Shamson News today. Um, you want okay. to go there? Let's go there first then. I said, you know, the
5: news.
4: what the heck is it? Well, well, I mean, it's it's what Shams is reporting that the Bulls are basically ready here to to start making a deal for Zach. This is what yeah. he reported early. He said, with the Bulls off to a 4-7 and seven start, NBA teams are probing the availability of two-time All-Star yeah. Zach Levine. And there's been increased openness from the organization and the player about exploring a team, sources tell Shams and Darnell Mabry.
5: And you were Good. saying
4: yes in the background. So this is not a surprise right. to you, you. know,
5: not a surprise. I told you that two weeks ago. I told you I had a him for James Harden.
4: Well, I, I don't want
5: him. Yeah you, yeah, you do because his contract expires. You got to think like you. got to you got to think ahead. You got to think forward. You don't know. You don't want James Harden. You want him for one year because his contract expired. Now, as it turns out, you know we don't know what Philadelphia whether Philadelphia had any interest in Zach Levine or not. I th- I, I think actually Zach Levine is your third best player behind Maxie and Embiid might have been a pretty good might have been a pretty good fit. Uh, but you know, the, the they were able to get what they got from the Clippers. Um, but yeah, you know, it, trying to give Zach Levine is not doing anything with the ball. It doesn't matter. It doesn't move the needle. The team's not going to be relevant with Zach Levine being your one A or your your best player or your one
0: A. So, Mike, why didn't why didn't they do this in the offseason? Why why why? I mean, was the open <laughs> well, games validation? The season,
5: yeah, I think they started the season thinking something different. Look, we we know that the Bulls didn't fulfill any of the early expectations because they had a team meeting, players-only meeting after they one won. game. Yeah, so they they started this. I thought the Bulls could be more like a six seed. I did. That was stupid. And whatever they were thinking, probably higher, was not, not wise either and certainly not accurate. So you get in, and now you know it's time. So why waste any more time? So in, in my
4: thought is – This this I I don't like the way things have gone with this front office. I don't like the way they have run things back to me. This is not John Paxson who they were loyal to because he won championships with them. And like you like to say, he did draft. Well, if you look at his drafts, I want the guy who you sit next to from time to time. Go out and get me Bob Myers to redo the way this team runs. Can
5: I do that? Probably not, (laughs) because I don't know that Bob Myers is interested in living. The California boy who's had great success in California is interested in coming to Chicago. I don't know that. I have not asked him that. Well, even though I'm sitting next to him, um, I have not asked him that specific question. And people can make things attractive if they want. I mean, ownership can make things attractive, but they got to want to do that. And they got to want to, you know, expend some resources. Do you think he'd be a significant upgrade, Mike? I, you know the word upgrade. I, I don't want to. You know I, I don't know. I don't know what bad moves that this front office has made. There, there, there's one lacking There's one move lacking, and and they're not the only ones who missed. You can't draft as it turns out. The fourth pick in the draft is now. I'm not going to say a bust, but he's completely inadequate. And you left Halliburton on the board. That's the mistake they made. That's the mistake, and it's a big one. Well they haven't really
4: drafted anybody. I mean whether like you they like didn't trade. always
5: they didn't make the trade for they didn't make the trade for Zach Levine. No, that but, was a previous group. No, but they
4: haven't developed any have they drafted poorly, they haven't developed. And then as you as you like to say that you always used to give credit for at least the other regime would find guys in the 20s or in the, yeah. from from yeah. 15 to 30. They would find yeah. players and they would develop players. And I'm not glorifying what that other what that other team did, they they never won a championship, but they 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 had they had decent teams. They, mm-hmm. they, this team, whether it's Dalen Terry who can't even get on the floor of yeah. a four and seven team, um, they have multiple players, young players, uh, besides really Kobe White who has not developed, and they didn't draft Kobe White either. But they they have not had anybody. Well,
5: how many players have they drafted?
4: Io like Io's their probably best draft pick.
5: Why, I was a draft pick worthy of the previous regime late I was I was I was a second round pick right from yes. them yeah these yes. guys drafted that okay Ile's fine that's fine Iles that's that's worthy of what one guy Brian pack did late that's fine they haven't had many draft picks that's part of the problem they haven't had many picks um and by the way who was was their pick their pick was patrick Williams right yes their first pick okay that's that's the myth number four big miss. Mm-hmm. And again, there's only one guy after Patrick Williams that mattered. I mean, some of it is got to be picking. You don't have to pick near the top anymore. We've seen too many successful players come from 13 and 15. and Jimmy Butler at the last pick. We've seen too many players worthy of getting a team deep in the playoffs who aren't one of the first four picks. But when you get one of the first four picks, you've got to hit it. And they didn't hit it. Patrick Williams is just not a factor. He's not. And now we're, we're into the fourth year of this, and we know it. Um And so he hasn't been. Iowa was a fine pick where he was. Sure, Um, but they haven't had. What are the picks that they had? Like Daylon Terry was
4: 18th overall. Like you said, Mike, you got to hit there. You got to you got to find a rotational piece there.
5: You you. I don't. I got to look at that board and see what what came after Daylon Terry, because only one player came after Patrick Williams. One, and he was fourth. So you weren't going to necessarily get a rotational player at eighth or tenth or twelfth or fourteenth. Depends on the draft. Um, and let's face it, the Bulls are going to have to do this as the draft and trade because they're not a destination for free agents, and very few places are. California and Florida seem like the only places, um, and not all of California. The, 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 the Sacramento Kings finished the third overall seed last year. They're not waiting on free agents. So you got to make trades and you've got to draft. That's so- the, the two ways you can build, and maybe there's a trade that will help the Bulls, I don't know, but they, you know, having Zach and DeMar at this point is going nowhere.
0: Do you know anyone in the NBA universe that thought that re-signing Vooch and then Javon Carter and Torrey Craig was the answer, that and more continuity with their existing guys? That was the path I, I for I this depends team? I don't what you day? mean
5: by the answer, but I, I think that people thought, I know people who thought they could be more middle of the pack in the East. They're not even that. Yeah. So that's a myth. That's a myth. They're not middle of the pack, they don't look like middle of the pack. And that's why they're sort of acknowledging that if they are open to trading Zach, you're acknowledging that. It's like, now, my,
0: but Mike, like I'm sitting here like I'm an NBA idiot. And I knew that uh, What it wouldn't have taken me 11 games to come to the conclusion that, well, it's
5: validated what I thought all along. I mean, like, I, I was I thought they could be middle of the pack. I did. I, re- I did, and I was wrong. But what does middle so they, of the pack get you in the NBA? What, it, it gets you in the playoffs. What did the eight seed get? Miami. Yeah, but yeah, Miami's but they got a different Jimmy. story. Yeah. We... Okay. But 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 the point is, you know, the point is, you you got you have to start somewhere. You don't just ascend to the top of the mm-hmm. Eastern Conference. Milwaukee's got a guy named Giannis who's going down as a Hall of Famer in an all-time great. So you're not going to just pass people. You got you you have to get to. You may have to get to the middle. And that's your way station. And then you can try to work on getting into the top four from there. Sacramento's a good example of that. You know, they got, they were, you know, a play-in caliber team. All of a sudden, they got better. They were third. And, yes, that goes back to your point about developing players. And they have a guy that I voted first team All-NBA last year. The Bulls don't have that. But also, the Bulls looked, it looked like their strategy with Lonzo Ball was working. They were the one seed. Don't forget that. I mean, that's not a small thing. Look, I, I, and the, the, I, Mike, the, the centerpiece I, of their rebuild, the centerpiece of their build is out forever.
0: I, I said I was guilty. Of, of. I thought Lonzo Ball may not have been their best player, but in that short period of time, you important. could argue was their most important player. Yes, But yes. he hasn't been part of the equation for a wow. long
5: time. Yeah, but you don't just subtract that Derrick Rose and then stay afloat. You lose those players, you you lose your standing. I'm just it's tired of NFL sitting in the last row of the airplane say, next to the toilet, and that's oh, where I feel this like. Is, I am. This is not you know bringing Josh Dobbs and win games. This ain't that league. You you, you if your best players go down, you go down.
4: I don't. and Not every team.
5: No. I, I'm sorry. Then tell me an example of I, something. I, I've given you examples before, like
4: Miami again lost. Critical didn't players. Lose any, no, sure, they, they did. Lose they lost players? when they lose their I second best players. Best, for,
5: for I didn't say your second best, your best but, or most important I, 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 player. Miami I, didn't lose that. Is either most Jimmy important is he,
4: that? He, I know Lonzo. It was he their most important player because he yeah. was their point. He wasn't their best player. He was the most important. Player. He was a point guard. Like you got to find someone to run your offense. Like even if it's not to that level, to just run it and not ignore the and level. not ignore that position. Like you just can't say, "Well, Caruso's going to do it or Kobe's going to do it." I'm going to no, give you a no. bunch of combo guards well, who can't be a point guard. Then, like
5: then let me t- then let me ask you this: Then if if Lonzo wasn't that important, then why did it crash without him? What was that? Why did it crash without him? Well, look, he
4: he was important, but you just yeah. can't stand and shrug and say, "Woe is
5: me." The the NBA world still goes on. I mean, the NBA world goes on with people with great players in it. That's the world that goes on. Not the world with people piled up on a sideline in a medical test. <laughs> <is hate that laughs> like just that
4: league. Like, look at what the way the Lakers remade their roster at the halfway point last year. Teams have patched it together the on L- the floor. You're, you're really not going to say that out loud. <laughs> what were, where were the with... Lakers' record last year, Mike, at the, at the trade the deadline? Record. The record? Yeah. Who's playing for the Lakers, Sylvia? I understand that, but he's also no, fully was 40.
5: Look, there, it, there are it doesn't teams, matter if he was 40. But you, The but other guy on their roster is going to the Hall of Fame. What you, are you looking at?
4: But you can't just say to me they were the number one seed and then just say the other teams are all better. They're either the number one seed and they're, or they overachieved and they were
5: never worthy of being the number one seed. Like, they were the number one seed when he got hurt. The point is, no, they were not able to replace him. But if you lose your most important player in this league, you're lost. Yeah, I, they so never the should have been Suns as bad as they were at, from the losing. Suns Lonzo can't win a game right now without Devin Booker. They got Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal. Their best players, Devin Booker.
4: Can't well, win I mean, game. and that is one of the top shooters in the game. Like, oh, the, the that's the not Lonzo is, Ball. See, see what this lose, team see what this yeah. team has yeah. done. Yeah. See, yeah. What team see what this
0: team has done, Mike. Three good friends screaming at each other.
5: That's, that's, what that's, what that's what happens team. when I hear... You're treating hear me like I'm Luke Getzy now. Listen, <laughs> listen, like in listen, your when I, when tax I, chain. When I hear, when I hear a comparison gonna, of a team with, with, with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, then I'm going to start screaming. But they were the, never the number one seed last year. You were just
4: if, telling me they the Bulls were the number one then they seed. Under,
5: then they underachieved, and that wasn't last season. That was two seasons ago with the Bulls. They were one in the East. The Lakers retooled around two Hall of Famers. Let me know when the Bulls have that to retool around.
4: All right, let's let's move on. Do you want to throw him the uh, the scenario with uh, C.J. Stroud?
0: Oh, uh, Tyler, how did you word this? Like we were playing uh, we were playing fantasy football. Um, I think that what what do you believe, Mike? That at the end of the day. What would you rather have? Would you rather have what they currently have, or if you could have gone back in time and reevaluated the quarterback situation and used your pick on C.J. Stroud last year versus trading? Yeah.
5: yeah. I mean, if you look, if you're going to get the player that's out there now who's rookie of the year, who looks like, you know, a franchise quarterback, then you're going to expend it on that person. If, if, if you think that you're going to, if you're going to get that, um, and, and that was the hypothetical, much, yes. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. But also, what I look at with the hypothetical, and this doesn't take into account that, is that this 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 offensive coordinator in Houston, who's praises everybody's singing, well, the Bears don't have anybody like that. So would CJ Stroud have been the beneficiary of that kind of coaching and instruction, and philosophy? Mm, no, he wouldn't have been. Does that mean? he would have been better than what we see now, or he would be what we see now in Houston. I mean, Tommy, you know better than me. I I think coaching is the most – coaching is more impactful in pro football than any of the other professional sports. As important as I think the Pat Riley's and and Phil Jackson's and Chuck Daly's and Red Auerbach's are, as important as I I know them to be. Pro football, man, I mean – Coaching is so unbelievably important, um and the bears don't have that offensive person they don't
0: but it it this is this is the the difficult conversation for me because I agree with you I think coaching is very, very important, but some guys transcend coaching, some guys are just good, even if if like some guys have have solutions for problems that may even be self-
5: At that position Tommy
0: yes, yeah. Some guys have some guys have answers that you don't even know what the question was, and they find answers to it. Okay, so well, I, I, think, I I don't think the really good quarterbacks are just a direct result of coach. I think it helps. I don't think there's any question. I think the kid out in Los Angeles for the Chargers, regardless of who's been out there over the course of the last several years, has shown you that he's got some of the answers. They haven't won any Super Bowls, but they don't stop anybody. So... I mean, look. I'm not minimizing the importance of coaching. I think when players play poorly, it's easy to blame the coaches, and when players play well, it's easy to
5: to give the credit
0: to the player. I just, I mean, and I would th- give
5: the credit to the coaches. I would, I would give the credit to the coaches when they play well too. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm not about to accept any notion that the Bears. Have the coach, the the coaching staff is a whole bigger problem than quarterback.
0: I, I don't dispute that. I don't dispute that. And
5: so I don't. I, I hear you. I hear you on that. I just. I don't know. I, I've. I don't know. I've spent time covering too many coaches where they make a massive difference, and when those players move on to other places, they don't have the same successes. And, I, you know, and I'm, I'm not talking about now. Your overall, you know, one, you know overall number one, one, one I'm not talking about those guys, not the rest of the, the team. I mean, there's a reason why Trent Williams wanted to get out of Washington. It was before Ron Rivera, too. It was before that. But there's a reason why he wanted to get out. And when he got out, and he got out there to a place where they coach him, look at the running back. Look at his results in Carolina. Look at his results with the 49ers. That's a direct response to coaching. Direct relation. Both those two players I just mentioned. So I don't if you tell me C.J. Stroud is going to give me this that we're showing that that he's getting that he's that he's putting out there every week, he's going to put that out there for this staff. First of all, I'm not going to believe you, but but if you're telling me that, then I would reevaluate. It's
0: a hugely hypothetical question because there's so much yeah. football left. Like what he's done so far has been brilliant, and, right. and you know right. I'm not going to doubt that right. he's not going to be a good quarterback going forward. But is he going to be 15 touchdowns and two interceptions over the next nine games? I don't know. I don't know.
5: Hey, listen, listen look, look at Russell Wilson. And I don't know if I was having screaming matches with you guys last year. I know I had him with Tony. I like screaming matches, so you guys have to forgive me when we go around about the Bulls or anything else. <laughs> but Russell Wilson has 18 touchdown passes and four interceptions and is a number four-ranked quarterback player under Sean Payton. I kept saying all, all last year, Russell Wilson is not this bad. He's poorly coached. Now, Sean Payton probably shouldn't have said publicly what he said about Hackett, but it was true. It's a thousand percent true. And so Russell Wilson is now playing for a professional coach to look at his results.
4: I want to ask you about, uh, speaking of managers and coaches, what did you make, we haven't had you on since, of the Cubs
5: doing what they did with David Ross wow. and
4: Craig Counsel. Yeah, that was how wow. I felt.
5: Wow, I couldn't... I. First of all, the Cubs paying a guy twice as much as the market i, I, I was stunned at that. I was stunned that Council would leave was leave Wisconsin to go to the Cubs. I mean, there was no cry for him to be out of Milwaukee, even though he's won in seven in his last whatever playoff games. I, then it stunned me. It really, it really stunned me that the Cubs would do that. I'm also a David Ross guy. I thought that I know he has to be accountable for the September swoon. I get it. But I wasn't ready to can him. I just, I was surprised by it. I hope it results in something. I hear all the justification. I listen to Jed and I listen to counsel and I hear it all. Um, wow. Wow. Is i still overwhelmed by it.
4: Yeah, and don't forget, I'm wearing a, a shirt today uh, that says, show, show him the money
5: for Shohei. I uh, remember I'm not giving Shohei five hundred million dollars, and neither are the Cubs.
4: Well, I know you. You promised me a house in Arlington Heights. Oh, remember really? that? Yeah, That's right. remember that.
5: If you they can be out him. there with a, you can be out there with a desolate racetrack and a bunch of targets or whatever else they put out there.
4: I don't care. I'm getting a house.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then we can but argue. You're not
5: there. You're not getting a house. We could argue about Lonzo <laughs> from my free house. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they. You know, they. Um, I, you know, don't don't get me started on that. I, that that is gone so back burner. Um, oh yeah, that, that, that has gone yeah. that has gone so back burner now with the with with what to do with the picks. I'm hoping. Listen, here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping to hire a coach who can maximize the talents of Justin Fields, and then if we have two of the top five picks, try to get Marvin Harrison and try to get one of those tackles for so, uh, the kid from Penn State, the kid from Notre Dame, alt, or this one other kid. Who am I thinking of? One from, from Penn State,
0: States, I think, is the, the top guy. What the would you what,
5: he, he went to Matthews High School, too. He's he? a DC kid. Yeah.
4: What, what would you do, though, Wilbon? Like We had Adam Johns on today, and he said mm-hmm. he's starting to believe that Matt Eberflus will be back for next year.
5: I, I, I need to stop following the team for a year. <laughs> I need to just stop. I need to just check out and go on vacation.
0: What if, they go on a, what if they go on a magical ride between now then, and the end okay, of the season?
5: Then, then, I'll, then, I, then I have the right, like everybody else. Right. You read. have the
0: right to, you know, you reserve the but, right or, to change your approach. Short, of a,
5: magical, short right. of a magical ride, you know, what if Zach Levine and the Bulls go on a, a 12-game winning streak? First of all, that ain't going to happen. Not without Second Lonzo. All, we, we would all reassess. But, but don't tell me that. Don't, don't look, tell me look,
0: that. Look, I, I know it, I, I feel the same way. But in the world of sports, you get it. This is an opportunity game for them, for the quarterback, for the coach. Go up to Detroit, beat the class of your division.
5: Is he playing, by the way? uh, I think so. It hasn't been determined. It hasn't been determined. But but let's put it this way. If he doesn't play, they have zero chance to win. If he does play, they have, I don't know, 20% chance, a puncher's chance. If he he doesn't play, they have no chance. So I I don't know what it means. I I expect them to get their butts kicked is what I expect
0: you didn't like this Detroit team when the season kicked off.
5: I was not convinced like everybody else. I was not. Were they, 7-2? Yeah. I was not. I, you know what it was, Tommy? Sylvie, it was more like, let me see it.
0: Yeah, that's so, fair. I mean, they finished very strong credit last to the year.
5: Detroit Lions, they don't get benefit of the doubt. Who would be idiot enough to extend them benefit of the doubt? I'm Outside Detroit. I'm the idiot. No, you're not. Yeah, you're not like I that. picked them to win the division pretty handily. Yeah, okay, but win division is one thing. I even had to pick them to win division. But but what what are you expecting to do outside of that? Do you have them? Okay, so if you're ranking teams in the NFC right now, and by the way, you know the Vikings could catch them. You know they could. I'm not expecting that. Oh, I'll take right the, now, I'll, I'll take the you, Lions over the Vikings. Okay, I, I said I'm not expecting it. I'm just saying it could happen. But you right now have to have them behind Dallas, behind Philly, behind San Francisco. That's it.
0: I mean, okay, they're, they're that's, probably that's in the
5: conversation with
0: the – you know, that's your final four. Okay. All right. I, I, I mean, you can, you, can you? Can I play the Cowboys in my building or their building? Because if I'm playing in their building, I'm probably going to
5: lose. If I'm but playing the, in my Cowboys, building, I'm the, probably going to win. The Cowboys are choking dogs no matter what okay. they Okay, Well, then you just – the then let's put but, the Lions ahead I'm of them. is, but the Lions can lose to somebody else. Now, will they have home field? I don't know how long they, they – you know, they could – they, you know, maybe a eleven and six record doesn't get you the double the buy or whatever. So, I, you know, they could somebody else could upset them.
0: I think home field advantage is, is, to to Rams, is hugely important Seattle. to the Lions because they're a much I think yeah. they're a much more potent team at yeah. home. And currently, and the way, they have the number place, they have the number two seed behind the Eagles in the NFC as we speak.
5: They're two. That place is a great home court advantage. Ford Field, I think. And so, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing, but don't tell me they couldn't lose to Seattle. Yeah. Don't tell me they couldn't lose to the Rams. They sure. could. Yep. Michael,
4: great stuff. Thanks, I appreciate Mike. it.
5: All
4: right, you guys. Be good. There you go. There's Michael Welbon, feisty as always. Um, I have up, an update on uh, where um, Shams is saying that Zach Levine could go. I also have the waiver wire to give you for fantasy football. And Jed on Otani. I've got some Otani stuff that I want to share with you. It's all coming up next.
1: Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000.
4: want to play you um, something from Jed from yesterday. You missed the entire interview. so It's more like a conversation when we have Jed on. Um... Very good about 25 minutes uninterrupted with Jed and we tried to get some stuff about Shohei and then um, maybe there's some context added to this with uh, what Jeff Passan wrote today regarding why he's very secretive about Shohei Otani. but uh, this was Jed Hoyer yesterday with us as we asked him about uh, the Cubs pursuit of Shohei Otani a season. Is Sho- right, let me start it again, Meller. Here we go. All right, let's get to the brass tacks here in the off season. Is Shohei Otani your number one target?
2: <laughs> you guys know I'm not going to answer that question. You uh, should have doled uh, it, it up it, differently. It's not, he's not uh, tampering anymore. He's a free agent. You can talk about him. I know. There's, there's no benefit in talking about any of those things, so I'm not going to do it. Um, now, I appreciate you guys asking, and I know that uh, you guys will ask, and I—, I I'd say this that you know that, um, you know one of the things I enjoy about working in a market like this is we're going to be involved in in everything. You know I think we'll be involved in you know a lot with a lot of good players. We'll certainly you know because of the Cubs and this ballpark and all these different things, we'll get in front of a lot of really good players. And you know I think that as a result, you know you're going to see rumors about us in you know, on a lot of different things. And you know the challenge is always getting those deals to the finish line and closing deals is really hard, but we'll certainly be involved in a lot of things and I do um you know, I do think that we have the structure of a really good team. Certainly we can find, you know, different places to add and get better. Um and I think that's that's gonna be the goal is like how do we supplement the team we have to to, to kind of make another step forward.
0: Let me try it this way. Um Having gone through this process before with this particular player and actually kind of building a bond and coming in second place or so we're told, does the familiarity make a negotiation or a connection with this player? Does it make it a little easier the second time around?
2: Yeah, I mean who knows? I mean who knows if we came in second or if we tied with six other teams for second. Like I guess we'll we'll never know, right? But um I'll say this. We we put our best foot forward last time. I thought, you know, so many people worked so hard on that presentation and spent, spent so many hours on it. And certainly I thought it, it went really well. And, um, you know, in a lot of ways we learned a lot about the player. We also learned a lot about presenting and and, and and how we go about it. And so I think anytime you have to sell yourself, I think it's a good thing. You, you learn a lot about the right way to do it and, and, and what resonates and what doesn't. And um, I'm certainly, glad we went through that process last time I think we we definitely got better as as an organization for doing it.
4: Here's a general question on free agency you mentioned money and resources do you have the money though to do
2: to get anybody you would want (laughs) certainly um, you know I I believe we have the resources to to go out and get better this offseason no doubt Um, if I answer that question everyone's just going to start doing the math and so I'm not going to ever do that because it doesn't it doesn't help me with agents to, to have them have a feel for exactly how much money we have. So I, I will say we have the money to, to to push this roster forward for sure.
4: There's Jed Hoyer from yesterday. This is from Jeff Passan uh, today, Waddle. It's on ESPN+. Uh, Plus. He said he wrote a bunch of stuff on free agency and spent a lot of the, the part of the column on Otani. He says if there's one thing to know about Shohei Otani's free agency, it's... You are unlikely to know much about it until he signs somewhere. If visits between Otani and a team are reported publicly, it will be held against the team. So the circles will be tiny and tight. So one of the reasons why maybe Jed doesn't want to say anything, whether they're interested or 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 the level of interest he may have in the Cubs is because this is very secretive to Otani as well. He's honoring the wishes of the player. And then this Passen went on to explain this, and we talked about the timeline. Passin wrote, the expectation among teams involved is that Otani could move relatively quickly, perhaps even before the December 4th through 7th winter meetings, according to sources. So today's November 14th. Mm-hmm. That's two and a half weeks. Three weeks? You better f- buy yourself a Speedo. It's, well, if he signs here.
0: Right. But So you better go buy yourself a Speedo. You can always return it. Yeah,
4: oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, not Yahoo, on uh, Amazon, you get it yeah. the next day. Right. Now I don't have to go anywhere. Buy it next day, just make sure it's an extra large. You're going to put it over your head? <laughs>
0: what does that mean? I don't know. Why why would you need an extra large unless you were going to put it over your head?
4: Packing big-time stuff. Okay. Um, So there's that. And then uh, Shams, I hear, I want to play you this. This is from Shams. He was on the rally, as he usually is, on Stadium. And uh, this was, as he told us today, or he told the world today, that Zach Levine and the Bulls could be involved in trade talks and moving off of him. Here, is, uh, here are the teams that are looking around at Zach Levine currently. I'm told teams have begun
0: probing the Bulls on the availability of Zach Levine. And I'm told there is increased openness from both Levine and the Bulls on a trade. Most of the NBA's general managers are here in Chicago today. That's where conversations are expected to begin
6: uh, in, in earnest as the season begins. And teams that are expected to have a level of interest in Levine, I'm told, the Lakers, Heat, and 76ers. So the Bulls... Four and seven, there's obviously this uncertainty around Levine. And also DeMar DeRozan, he's on an expiring contract. They're not close in extension talks. And I think DeRozan also wants to see in what
0: direction is this organization going in. And so the sense around the league is whether it's Levine or DeRozan or both, there could be movement in Chicago sooner than later. Bulls.
4: Yes, that's the way it should be. But yeah, so those are the what Miami, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the, and the Lakers. Lakers. And and one thing that Casey wrote in his piece is, I believe after December 15th is when players who were signed in the offseason are available to be traded. So, like, if a player who, who was signed this offseason, he cannot be traded before December 15th. So that could open up some more avenues after December 15th. How, what, could, what could DeMar get you in return?
0: Really good player, I get it. Great guy, good leader. Don't but, know. But ball dominant isn't a plus defender and isn't a three-point shooter.
4: No, but he could also close games, get you to the free throw line, get you a, a, a shot, like the king of the fourth. He wouldn't be the number one option on a team, but on a team that, you know, like a, a Philadelphia also, like where everyone's geared on Embiid, can open up some other things to do offensively. I just wonder what he'd get you in return. I don't He's know. I don't know. I, do, I have no
0: clue. I did, if you're moving, I mean, look, there's no reason to keep either of them
4: at this point. Are they are they trading for just picks, and are they going to reset, or are they re- are they trading for players and hoping they just sort of remake the team on the fly? What, what's AK interested in doing? Build around I, Vooch. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't I, be
0: shocked. Aren't you trading for picks? Like, what are you bringing back in return so that now, you're going to build around?
4: So now you're going to tank. The year after the best yeah. the best uh, draftable commodity ever came out. Probably. The year after. Doesn't that fit the bill for them? Probably. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes only the Bulls.
0: Only the Bulls. They, it took them 11 games to confirm what
4: everyone thought. Everyone knew. Except A.K. and Wilbon. Everyone knew that this team wasn't going anywhere. Except Eversley, A.K. and Wilbon. I guess
0: they thought that the Javon Carter and Torrey Craig additions were going to vault them into the top four. And Kobe's development and Patrick Williams. Listen, I kind of like what I've seen from Kobe White. But, you know, I mean, he's he's a
4: guy. He's a guy. guy Yeah. Who's improved. Yeah. But he's never going to get you. You know, he's not. He's a rotation play. He's He's a role guy. Right, but I like. I'm not going to hold Kobe White's improvement no, no. against him. No, no, but that those were the their tickets to improving. Yeah, of course, yeah, Their tickets were Patrick Williams' improvement, yes. Kobe White's improvement, Con- and Connody. those and, and those two role guys. Yeah, the,
6: and
0: they the, were going to shoot more threes, and they are still 22nd and three point shots attempted. Yeah.
6: yeah. Still, bottom um, ten. By the way, I believe Patrick Williams has got career lows in everything right now for eleven know, games.
4: It, it, it's it's he's gotten worse and he, he wants a two hundred million
6: dollar bag. Six points per game and three rebounds, and he's getting twenty three minutes a game. Fourth overall pick, like rookie season. That's rookie season stuff,
0: right there. And listen, let's be honest. Let's let's spread it around, like. When your young guys aren't developing, that also sticks to the coach. Of course it does. I mean, Billy has to wear as much of this as, as the rest of the guys.
4: They all do. Yeah. Nobody's developing. No, no one's getting better. They don't play well together. They don't finish games. Sometimes they don't compete. They're not, like, listen, they're not a fun watch either. No, I know they're that's t- meaningless t- to other people. No,
0: it's but not. But for me, sitting on my couch... It's not a fun watch it's, anymore. It's, it's
4: totally meaningful to to people, Bulls fans, because not only are they not, do they not have any chance to win a title, and 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 it's not always about that. It's like I know we all want that, but if it's not entertain us, you know what I mean? Like being entertaining, fun team. Yeah, they're not that. New. It's a slog uh, every night now. It's just it's it's, it's a, a hate watch. watch. It's a hate watch. Yeah. All right, Mellor, what do you got for your um, for your your waiver wire? It's brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Tullamore, Tullamore,
6: Tullamore Dew. Tullamore,
4: Tullamore, Tullamore Dew. The best jingles out there, by the way.
6: Well sung there, Waddle. Thank you. All right, so if you need some running back help, which everybody always seems to need, I think the priority waiver wire pickup this week is Ty Chandler from the Minnesota Vikings in particular this week because alexander madison is in concussion protocol and so unlikely to see him out there next week ty chandler is explosive he's about 205 pounds he had i believe it was uh, 11 carries for 45 yards last week scored a touchdown looked like he could actually take this job if given ample opportunity so i think he's the top priority add if you need running back help this week also, Devin Singletary of Houston, the Texans, he had a huge workload, 30 carries, 150 yards last week with Damian Pierce out. Now, Pierce could return and take some of that action that Singletary saw, but nevertheless, any featured back needs to be somebody you want to add off of the waiver wire this week. Also, Daryl Henderson for the Rams, he's been, you know, being picked up and dropped, yeah. and they were on bye last week. For but- years, but but, but he is uh, the Rams are back in action this week, and Kyron Williams is still on injured reserve for one more week so if you need running back help he could be somebody you may use this week Noah Brown if you need a receiver, Noah Brown for the Texans um, he had another big week and with Tank Dell banged up due to a huge hit he took in the back last week Noah Brown stands to be probably the number two wide receiver and he's been big the last couple of weeks so uh, even if Nico Collins returns, I think if Tank Dell is limited because of that injury, Noah Brown is worth adding and possibly using in your starting lineup. Another guy in deeper formats, Jalen Guyton of the Chargers. Now that we saw Keenan Allen, he came back into the game, but he's dealing with a shoulder injury. We know that uh, Mike Williams is out for the season. Somebody has to catch the ball from Justin Herbert. So Jalen Guyton could be somebody who you might want to grab off the waiver. Also, I've mentioned him before, but Jane Reed of the Packers shows uh, showing some good chemistry with Jordan and love this past week. And even though Christian Watson is the de facto number one, I have liked what I've seen more from Jaden Reed, actually, in the passing game. So uh, he could be somebody I wouldn't want to start him this week, but maybe worth adding for down the road here. And then finally, I mentioned him last week, but he's still out there in several leagues. If you need a tight end, Trey McBride had another big week with Kyler Murray back under uh, center this past week. So Trey McBride is somebody who, if you need some tight end help, Definitely a must add out of the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Christian Watson has done virtually nothing it's this year. Right? It's been Romeo it, right? Dobbs and yeah. Jaden Reed yeah. that have led the way for and the Packers. Dobbs has been basically you know catching touchdowns yeah. occasionally, not a lot of uh, volume. Uh, Jaden Reed looks like the best right wide receiver yeah, of the three. To
0: you me. know he, he's a rookie out of Michigan State. He I I liked him coming out. He's got a ways to go, but you know, for
4: a, f- a first-year player, he's made an impact for them up there. All right, we have a definitive leader in the clubhouse for the holiday parody song contest. We'll share that uh, with Black and Abdallah as we cross-talk with them next. It's brought to you by Steinhoffels Next,
1: follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN One Thousand. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago.
2: Here we go. The quick change. Now they've got plenty
3: of time. Everybody can relax right now. 41-yard try for the win. Lutz. He missed it. But a flag is down.
5: <laughs> Fire DLC. 12 men on defense.
4: Five-yard penalty. Wow. Go fourth down.
3: So there were 12 men out there for the Buffalo Bills. And this will move the ball inside the 20, and it becomes a 36-yard game-winning field goal attempt by Will Lutz. There's nothing guaranteed. Good snap, good hold. Kick, perfect. And the Broncos have come to Buffalo, and they're going to leave with a win. 24-22. To get to four
4: and five. Pretty crazy. Another walk-off. And then, yeah, Waddle said they fired their O.C. The
0: uh, the O.C., that's what you do when you've got 12 guys on the field. And defensively, you run the same coverage, two
4: two plays in a row at the very end. Fire the O.C. Miller sent me this, guys, as we crossed up with Bleck and Abdallah. It's brought to you by Steinhoffels. NFL ratings, the Bills-Broncos game on Monday Night Football at 17.7. Million viewers, that was the most watched week 10 Monday Night Football game ever for ESPN.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, I was watching it, was, I a, uh, the was spread it. wasn't
0: in question, but had there the was Bulls a point where here, the total
3: was in question, so I under why, understand why Bulls people were, were long. The, yeah, the Bulls away. were done yeah. by, by the time the, the fourth no, I quarter came around, the, uh, the Bulls were yeah. still
0: over in the corner. Yeah. I didn't want to get up and change the channel.
3: That's fair, yeah, that's fair. It was a good game. I see, like. Here's the thing, Abdel and I kind of talk about this, and we joke about this. You know, you, you come in on a Monday, and and sometimes NFL football isn't good enough for some. You know, ah, oh, that was a crappy weekend of games, type of thing. I like bad games. Like I don't mind it. Like I, football, I watched man. the Raiders and the Jets. Like I thought that was entertaining. It was football. I yeah. enjoyed it. I love watching. Two I, I don't teams have a problem a bad with day. it. Like I I'm not we, we Raider, go through. Ja- I didn't
4: think that that was a. Like there were parts of it that were
3: bad, but the ending yeah, was good. It's still football, and, and we go good. through so much of the year without football. I appreciate when it's given to us. So, like last night, I was totally invested in that game. I, I love seeing crap teams upset teams that are supposed to do something. I, 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 I thought I it was watched, a good game.
0: I watched every second of that rock fight in the morning in Germany. Yeah, I mean, and 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 I wasn't gonna miss it yeah no. but I can't sit and tell you I enjoyed it a hate watch
3: to be fair that that morning game was also up against EPL action like so that I, I was game I was watching one of the best games in the Premier League to date this season. so I didn't I didn't take uh, part in the Patriots and the Colts. I'll take your word on it. Uh, it was but Chelsea Man City was great. It was
4: Morning football for me, especially when it's a bad game, is just on in the background Mm -hmm. and I'm walking around the house. Yeah, you're doing stuff. stuff. And I peek up and I'm like, Oh boy.
3: You know, and then I'm walking around doing more stuff. If I'm winning my bet, it's a good game. I was winning both my bets in that game, so I was like, this is a great football game. game. This is a great game. Sure. Uh, uh, it dictates a lot. <laughs> Gambling dictates a lot it, 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 of your football it, pleasure. It
0: burns your corneas.
4: But That's fine. <laughs> but you, you know what? Wallet. It yeah. fattens your
0: wallet. fattens the wallet. Yeah. yeah.
4: So I could lose it later. Do you guys want to hear this? Uh, did you, I do. Did yeah. you hear this already? You've this. It's good. Um, so... The these guys are are veterans when it comes to the ESPN Waddle and Sylvie Holiday parody song we were competition. We're just listening to
3: old ones just for fun. Yeah, because yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we need to do that because I heard the name of the submitter that you're going to play. Yes. So I was rolling some of the old ones he's for a Jason. To, to, yeah, to jog his memory.
4: So enter today at ESPNParody.com. Uh, the winner will get a year's supply of groceries from Jewel Osco. The Certainly. deadline, December 8th. Our party is December 15th at Bub City in Rosemont. And it's all presented by Elijah Craig, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's also brought to you by Jewel Osco, American Sale, and 19 Crimes Wine. How do you say his last name? It's Holsworth, is that?
6: That is correct, Jason Holsworth.
4: And uh, this is about Cap. Being a creeper yeah, in the locker room at the health club. Take a listen.
6: You know they changed the rule at East Bank, no more cell phones, because Cap was taking videos in the locker room.
0: Again? I mean, what is he thinking? Guys are like, hey, not for nothing here. Dude, there's some private area. This is a
6: locker room.
4: You better watch out. I hope you're not shy. Because you're being filmed by some bald-headed guy. Cappy loves to live stream in the locker room. He always works hard, he loves to break news Even when surrounded by a bunch of naked dudes Cap, he got caught filming in the locker room He sees you when you're showering He knows when you're naked Hey Cap, take a break, go out to dinner, but put down there (laughs)
1: I
3: I thought he was going to work in uh, how Cap had to watch the game. What was it? He had to watch a crappy Bulls game. Wasn't it a Bulls game, like, oh, during think, the dur- Combine? Yes, we got, got into a fight over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I
4: that
0: remember that. was the iPad th-
3: reference. Yeah, I thought yeah. that they were, yeah, okay, so that like was good. A, like a kid, he was an iPad Yeah, kid. I like it. At that's dinner. a good one. It's an album, one, one, right? Yes. Early, yeah. Very yeah. early entry as well. Yeah, that's a good Usually one. Usually the I like early entries are nearly that good. So I was rolling to Abdallah some of the ones that, who was that, Jason that submitted it? So we went back to 2021. He had two songs in the top ten. He wasn't Finalist though. So, I mean, that, that was a pretty That's good, a good one. That was a pretty good effort that he the uh, submitted right there. Now, That's right? pretty yes. good. Yes. All right. Leader in the clubhouse. I like that. By far.
4: So get your entries in, ESPNParody.com. Boys are coming up next, Black and Abdallah. Thank you uh, today to Michael Wilbine. Uh, we also had Book Shambion. Congratulations to him for winning the Emmy. And uh, also, we Adam, had, Johns, Adam well. Johns was fantastic on the Bears. Drake and, May. And
3: Marjorie. Drake May. Yes. And we had Marjorie talking Shout about the Marjorie. success of
4: the poop transplant. <laughs> that is incredible. What a story. All right. Thanks to uh, Charlie, who filled in down the stretch for Tyler Aki. Thanks job, to Tyler. Tyler. And uh, great work, as always, by Jeff Meller. For boop, Waddle, I'm boop, Sylvie. All I saw Charlie do is eat his dinner. That's what he did. <laughs> he ate his dinner, and he sat in the captain's chair.
6: He he, he was eating best.
4: his
3: dinner like he was going to the electric chair. Well,
0: it's Charlie. He was shoveling.
3: Hey, do you, you you guys quickly, you you knew you know what he did on Friday night? He was hitting two eighty-five bombs. Yeah. yeah, we we he doesn't play golf. We thought that he'd go up there, and give you like two hundred, and then we could give away these prizes really easily. He steps up to the to the tee and smacks one two eighty. How no do you do that? No I one know. can beat him.
0: Something tells me his short game needs a little bit of work, but probably. his long game is probably top notch. It he, was incredible. On the way back, he was like, "That's I'll never join." It was the greatest moment life. of his life. It it's was the so thing cool. i <laughs> he, he
3: had like sixty people watching him. He steps up and just pulverizes. I think, wow. found, I think he's found his lot in life. He's going to be a great. long drive contestant. <laughs> it was awesome. Mr. Longball,
1: yeah. right there. Chuck Charlie Longball.
3: Chucky Longball. Chucky Longball. Charlie 280.
4: And for Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have night. yourself a great Tuesday night.